Hello and welcome to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. A show about empowering and motivating you to broaden your mind. Now, here is your host, Sonia Luray. Good afternoon, Whispers. Um, I don't know if you all can hear me, but if you can, please let me know. Um, I'm just trying out something here because we've had some technical difficulties and uh, just trying to make sure that you all can hear me because I was told that I was off the air, but I want to be on with you all. So listen, um, I'm going to start the show again and give you all our natural greeting. Uh, Good afternoon, Whispers. Thank you for your patience, your diligence with me. I just appreciate it so much. We had technical issues. Something happened through Blog Talk Radio that we could not be heard and brought through to the system, but I am here. I am live with you, and we're going to have this discussion. So listen, if you want to be a part of the show, you have questions, call in at 516-595-8091. So again, that's 516-595-8091. I welcomed into our Zoom room the Boricuas, the beautiful ladies that are from Puerto Rico. They're called the Fine Line Book Club. They're going to be in here with us as well in our private Zoom room. But listen, let's get into the discussion because literally I have lost time because we had no sound. But we got sound now. We're cooking with gas. Don't worry. So look, This discussion came via a letter that was sent to me, and the letter states this, Dear Sonia and Whispers, I know we we are leveling up our mindset, but how do we do this when we struggle with having the right outlook regarding our bodies? We as women are faced with being critiqued all the time. Um. And so much so that we sometimes don't even have the right attitude or outlook regarding our bodies. I guess my question is, how do we level up our mindset when we don't have great body images? Woo, that was such a dynamic and powerful letter. Thank you so much for writing in to us and even being open to share this discussion with us because, I mean, it's hard. It's so hard for women and people in general. And, you know, I like to start all of our discussions off with a clear meaning and a definition. And so I'm going to start this off by giving you the definition for body positivity. Body positivity is the um, assertion that all people deserve to have a positive body image regardless of how society and popular culture view um, ideal shapes, sizes, and appearances. So let me give that to you again. What is body positivity? It is the assertion that all people deserve to have a positive body image regardless of how society 
and popular culture view ideal shape, sizes, and appearances. You know, whispers. there are so many factors that can play into having a poor outlook on our body images. But for us to elevate our mindset, we need to realize that the inner voice can at times be louder than the outside noise. And that's true because remember we had that discussion about that inner voice, how to quiet the inner and outer noise, and it can deepen the negative thoughts and feelings we have regarding our bodies. And loving your own body, as obvious as that notion may seem and also as it may sound, is often easier said than done. I hate to say that, but it's true. A lot of times it's much easier said than done. See, did you know that 70% of women between the ages of 18 and 30 dislike their bodies? 70%. And men aren't much better off. I know you guys think that, oh, guys, they're all confident in everything, but that's not true. 45% say they are dissatisfied with their bodies as well, and the numbers are startling. But unfortunately, guess what? They're growing in leaps and bounds every day. You know, whispers. Ever since, ever since I guess have been I've been associated with the fashion industry and the music industry. I became more aware of the stereotypical thoughts and ideas that were being passed down and placed into the culture and into our lives, and even like if we look at how things are even in magazines, which in turn, everything seems to just get blown out of shape when it comes to the media. And industries aren't willing to accept the differences or the different types and looks of people. And it's sad because we all are so different, which makes it dynamic and a beautiful melting pot. You know, I wanted to go back to our discussion that I had with you all in season two. And that discussion was on, I believe, March 5th, 2021. And that was on Are You Enough? And if you don't remember that episode, I encourage you to please go back and listen to it in its entirety because there's so much information in there. And in that discussion, I gave you the meaning and the definition of enough, which means adequate, competent, sufficient, or necessary. So remember that definition about enough? Enough means Adequate, competent, sufficient, or necessary. And in that discussion, I shared with you such a powerful time that could have broken me as a young person, my self-worth, my self-esteem, when my swim coach told me how she had to order me a different bathing suit from my teammates so it wouldn't cause attention to be drawn. You know, I told you all that day as I was walking home and I was so angry. I remember just being so angry that day and just like, well, who does she think I am or who does she think she is and 
I don't look that different from all the kids. Well, maybe just a little because I have more of a figure than they did. But, you know, that comes into culture, too. And I told you, when I got to my house and I was looking in that mirror, I said to me, I said, you know, Sonia, that you're enough. You are everything that you need to be. You are everything that you want to be. And I just wanted to bring forth a quality of who I am and who I know my parents and my grandparents wanted me to be. And having to be enough is something that's dynamic and beautiful, but also it allowed me to accept myself. And that's a lot of times what happens. We as people don't even accept ourselves. Now, I wish I could say that is all you need to know or and say, okay, whisperers, you know, this has been a great discussion. Have a good afternoon. But it's not. It really isn't. Sadly, so many people are ridiculed and torn down about their bodies. But today, I want to recharge your batteries so your superpowers can activate. You hear me? I want to be the boost to your superpower. I want to help you to walk in your greatness to accept you for who you are and the beautiful curves or maybe you have no no junk in your trunk, but that's okay. You are still beautiful. Your body is made beautifully. You know, I want to place a little disclaimer right here in regards to individuals that may be suffering with body dysmorphia. And I work deeply in this and as well as educating people regarding that. And, um, as a fashion psychologist, I work with many that have body dysmorphic disorder. And this is a disorder of imagined ugliness. And what individuals with this disorder see in the mirror is grossly distorted, and it's a distorted view of what they actually look like. And unfortunately, these individuals will spend hours examining and attempting to consider seal, cover-up, or obsessing over their um, perceived flaws. And if this sounds like something you're struggling with, please feel free to tap into my services. I'd love to support you and help you place a healthy view and the tools that are necessary to get over and overcome, not necessarily get over, but overcome this disorder and help you to really be able to grasp and see the beauty that lies within you. So let's get into some active ways we can overcome negative body image. Because I always say that we always have to give you that balance. I want to bring that balance, and I want to give you some things to put into place to really kind of change and sway that view and that opinion you may have. So first and foremost, I want you to fight Fight fatism. Yes, fatism is a real word. Fatism is a weight discrimination. And when we over, when we ourselves are fighting fatism, we need to work on accepting people of all sizes and shapes, which in turn will help you appreciate you, to, your body, and your your little flaws that you have. 
that you're not going to be nitpicking every little ounce. Oh, look, my stomach. Oh, if I could just lose 10 pounds here or if I could whittle this away. We don't want to get stuck or fixated on society's standards or what we think is so ugly or inappropriate about ourselves because that's not going to help us, not at all. And I like to tell my clients this um if someone had told you that you were only allowed to eat foods that were brown, how would you feel? Because, you know, if you think about it, like, we're all supposed to be this cookie-cutter shape, and we're all supposed to look alike. But imagine if somebody told you only thing that you can have are brown foods, and that's all you can eat through throughout the whole whole time. You would really be like um, – I don't, I don't really want to do this. And, and see, that exactly what we would be like turned off at every standpoint with that. And see, that is what a lot of people are faced with. That's what society wants us to believe is acceptable. Everything must be brown food. And fatism is everywhere you look. Even models face it. Yes, they even face it. And you know how thin they are. And then you have a, a caster saying, well, you have to lose five more pounds. And these women are already thin, but they go through this too. So the next element I'm going to give you is this. We're going to fight the diet downfall. Here, Okay, let me say it again. We're going to fight the diet downfall. Oh, the ladies in the chat box are like, oh, my goodness, diet downfall, Lord, that's me. <laughs> so this is what I mean by that. We're going to stop the trend diets and the yo-yo diets because, you know, let me give you some heartbreaking facts. I really want to tell you guys something here that really was um, shocking when I was doing the research and really preparing for this discussion. Over 14% of five-year-old girls, notice the age that I said, 14% of five-year-old girls say they need to go on a diet and guess where they are picking that language up from. They say they see it on television, they hear their moms, their friends, or even their big sisters talking about how they must lose weight and have these body-perfect looks. Oh, my goodness, I was just shocked. And 10% of 7-year-old boys, now 10% of 7-year-old boys feel they need to build their bodies up and not be weak. Guess what that language is being picked up from? They're watching different shows and different elements in the shows. They're telling about you don't want to be a wimp. You don't want to be a wimpy guy with no muscles and you're just going to be picked on. And then they're even seeing like how their dads and their, their friends are all building up their bodies. And it's given this whole idea and this, this thought process that they're supposed to be, you know, doing things and pushing their bodies to the limit. But see, when we fight the diet downfall and we fight that fatism, 
we start to put habits into place that are healthy. See, when we're fighting the diet downfall, we're eating healthy. We're changing bad habits. We're hydrating ourselves properly. And we're keeping ourselves that it's a balanced view that we see and that we're living. See, it all is about balance. Let me reiterate that. It is all about balance. And some people may say, you know, balance is not real. You know, that's just, you know, but this is the thing. It's living with inside of moderation and getting things right that is a healthy standard and not that it's unhealthy and that you're just overdoing it. Because bodily training is is great for all of us, and it helps us. And the other key that I want to give you here is this. You've got to be willing to accept your genetics. Oh, yes, you heard it correct. The lady said, oh, that's a big one. <laughs> yes, it's true. You've got to be willing to accept your genetics. It's critical to remember that many aspects of your body cannot be changed. And my, like, take for instance, I got wide hips. I do. I have wide hips from my family. My history is um, Latina, um, and they have wide hip bones, and it's genetic. No matter how much I work out, no matter how much leg lifts I do or squats, and that's not going to change my hip bones and my hips from being wide. It, no, it's not. But it can help me to have more of a nice silhouette. And it does help me to be healthy and to keep myself in good shape. See, no matter how we look at it, our genetics play a role in our body and at least 25 to 70% of our body is determined by our genes. And I don't mean your apple bottom genes. I don't mean your, your Visace genes. I don't mean none of that. I mean your genetics, what you have been birthed with, and what you're carrying your lineage inside of you with. See, it's powerful. Our bodies, and if you really look at it and, and hear what I'm saying to you, our bodies are the legacies of our families, and they are beautiful reflections of the times and of everything that we birth forward in this, this generation of ours, of our families and our tree. And as people, we never look at the beauty that is there. We never fully accept or, or love what we have. We're always looking like, oh, I wish I had this or I look like that and, you know, I, I want to be like more curves and, and have the Kardashian body or, or maybe I want to look like uh, Kate Moss or, or Cindy Crawford, whatever the image is, that the imagery that you have in your mind. But remember, last week we spoke about setting realistic realistic expectations. See, that's what it's about. We want to set realistic expectations. And when I think about this, like our genetics, I look at my hands, and I can see my grandmother's hands. And I, I love that because when I look at my hand, I see her, and I remember her hand, and I remember how she would brush her hand across my hair and everything. 
but my hands are shaped like her. And then, like, my mother and my uncles and my grandfather, they would always tell me um, that the sound of my footsteps, they would know me anywhere. I don't care where I was. If I was in a store and I was coming to meet up with them in another aisle, my mom said she always knew it was me because my footsteps sound so much like how my grandmother, she put her feet down and how she walked. That's that legacy that lives inside of us. That's what's so beautiful. See, genes are beautiful. Genes are what give us the spectacular body that isn't ugly nor flawed. I have to tell you something, Whispers. I think, like, this has got to be one of my passion conversations. And I think because of the education that I have and everything that I've learned and what I bring forward is always so prevalent in the front of my mind. And so whenever I'm speaking about, you know, uh, body positivity and looking right and feeling good, it makes me excited, you know, because I get to understand and know and appreciate so much about us as people and how we are and even how the brain plays a factor in a lot of ways that we look at ourselves. You know, I want to tell you how dynamic your bodies are and how beautiful you are created. We all are imperfectly perfect, meaning that you see what you see as a flaw another person will see it as beautiful. I told you guys about um, a lot of different things, a lot of different people that used to, you know, that in our expectations and different things, but let me tell you something that may even shock you. And many of you probably will be familiar with this iconic supermodel. And, I mean, she's an icon. And it's none other than Cindy Crawford. All of you know her trademark beauty mold that she has. But Cindy Crawford herself said in an interview that it was the bane. And if somebody says it's the bane, it was like the cause of her great distress and annoyance in her life. For she said, growing up, it was the bane of her very existence. And she went on to say, I hated having a beauty mark and what they called a beauty mark. I just saw it as a mole. And when I was going, and then I decided that I was going to have it removed. And I had been signed uh, to my contract, and I had become one of their leading models. And I was told by the agency that if I had it removed, I would be dropped. She said her chin like almost hit the floor, and she said she was told, do you realize how beautiful that mole is? Your beauty mark is going to make you an icon, a staple in this industry. This puts you different and places you different from anyone else and even sets you apart. She said she couldn't see it. She said, but because she loved what she was doing, she took their word at value. 
And then lo and behold, look at her. And look how she's become so popular and so much of that beauty. People love it. They even started drawing on the mold. Girls was trying to put a beauty mark there because how pretty she looked with it. But even someone like Cindy Crawford went through not feeling beautiful. But then she realized and tapped into her superpower. See, that's what we got to do for ourselves. We have to look at ourselves and tap into our superpower. Oh, my goodness. Well, I have my arms are heavy. Yeah, but guess what? You have beautiful legs. And, oh, my goodness, your smile and those dimples. You got assets everywhere. Every time you look at yourself, you shouldn't be picking out your flaw, but you should see the beauty that you host and have inside of you. You know, whispers, our mindset plays such a huge part in everything that we do. I mean, everything that we are feeling. We must get the power of self-talk down. I mean, you've got to almost, like, strap it on and, and like, tie, uh, you know, um, hog tie it so it can't get free. So this way when you feel some of that negativity coming up, those words and everything that you speak into yourself that's a positive, a positive nature come boiling and bubbling up before any kind of negative word could even take root. See, we're so used to always tearing ourselves down that we can't see past it. And then when we can't see past it, it becomes a syndrome. Because remember, I told you, syndromes cannot be cured. And we don't want to develop syndromes. We want to keep building on the person we want to be. And if we can't accept ourselves, how will anyone else accept us as well? How can anyone else see the beauty that we have if we can't see that ourselves? Whew. You know, I, uh, I do a lot of different discussions. I host a lot of rooms on Clubhouse and everything. And um, I had a, we had a guest on, and it's Michael Lossier, and he is the author of The Law of Attraction. And it seems like that always comes up. The law of attraction seems to always come up at time to time. But if we're speaking negativity into ourselves or not, maybe not verbally, but saying deep within ourselves and our subconscious, we are feeding like uh, the negativity monster. Let's put it that way. We're feeding the negativity monster, making sure that it's well-fed. And only negativity can be brought to us, and only negativity, negative connotations will be attracted to us. See, that's the law of attraction. That's what a law of attraction is. And I remember like, um, I think this had to be like my first time going to Fashion Week after getting out of uh, the wheelchair, different things that I was doing and all. 
and really finally like stepping into that my full realm and my duties um, of what I was going to be doing in Fashion Week and all. And I remember going to pull looks and going to find certain looks that I wanted to have for my red carpet looks and different things because I was going to be interviewing people on the red carpet, different designers as well as celebrities that were going to be on the on the red carpet. So, you know, of course, you want to make sure as the representative and who you are standing in front of that microphone that you really look great. And so I remember that I went to a couple of fittings with a couple of designers. And this designer, she she's got me there and, and everything. And she's like, oh, my goodness, you know, you are just stunning, such a beautiful face. And when you lose weight, you will be just incredible. People will knock over to see you. And I, I kind of looked at her and I, I, I laughed, you know, and I, I thanked her. And, um, you know, because I'm, I'm kind of, I'm very cordial. You know, I'm not like, a, excuse you, you know. And, but I thought to myself, well, my goodness. So I thanked her and I left and then, I decided, like, afterward, I went to a couple of other houses, and they were dressing me, and they was like, oh, this is going to be stunning. We can't wait to see you on the carpet. They were so positive, and, oh, my word, you're just beautiful, and I love how the clothes just fall on you and how they drape your body. You look great, you know? And so I decided that I was not going to go with this particular designer because I felt like if I – I wouldn't be a good representation for her her brand because – she didn't feel that I looked great. My body wasn't a compliment to her clothing. Like, when you lose weight, you're going to look great. And I didn't say anything, but I, I let her know in a, a nice, I hand wrote a note, and I sent it to her and let her know that I wouldn't be going with her. But, you know, I thanked her and signed with the other designers that I went with, and I continued to have, like, a great relationship with this person. But the thing is this, I didn't care what her opinion was because it was just her opinion. And my knowledge and my belief and my thoughts about Sonia Luray outweighed anything and anyone else. See, don't forget I told you in that episode back in March that I was enough. I knew I was enough for Sonia. And no matter how it is and when I gained this weight and I was carrying extra pounds, I never allowed it to be my stumbling block. Guess what? Sonia learned about her body type and I dressed my body type and I looked fabulous in my clothes. And everybody says, oh, my goodness, you look great. You look stunning in what you wear. I love your clothes. I love how you look. It's because... I accept who I am. I accept my body positivity as my superpower. And so it overcomes everything else and anyone else's thought about me. <laughs> See, body positivity is your superpower. Because when we have true positive vibes, I mean nothing. And whisperers, please hear what I'm saying right here. I mean nothing can hold us down. Nothing can tear 
us down and nothing can stop us because we're dynamic. We're walking in that energy. I mean, how many times have you seen a woman who's out and she just looks fabulous? And you say to her, oh, my goodness, you look gorgeous. And you're like, oh, my goodness, oh, thank you so much, you know. I wasn't really so sure. And you think to yourself, like, you wasn't so sure. You look stunning. Or a guy who is just put together so great and you compliment him and he's like, oh, thanks so much, you know. I wasn't sure about this combination. But see, when we are assured of ourselves, we walk with a different air. Our shoulders are back. Our head is up. We have pride about who we are. I encourage you all to do the necessary work on yourself. And if you're struggling and need support, there's a live link all the time in every episode that I encourage you all, I invite you all to tap into my services. I encourage you all to always book your consultations with me and to get on my calendar. Because, see, I want you to walk in your greatness, and I want you to have body positivity, and I want you to harness and hold true to your superpower. That's how powerful this is. We all are beautifully created. And know that you are establishing a better you is always going to bring you forward on our journey to that growth mindset. So these little stumbling blocks that we have along the way, they are our stepping stones to our greatness. Never forget that. If you need to put it up that your eye sees it all the time, do it. Get your positive affirmations in there. My body is beautiful. I accept me for who I am. I walk in my greatness. I'm integral to who I am. And my body positivity is my superpower. I give that to you all. And I want you all to keep saying it until you know it and you're assured of it. And you know that um, I always tell you, like, I have different little quotes that I like, different little things that I write down in my notebooks and everything. And I had this one that I read, and I read a lot, and I even uh, have given it to other clients that uh, struggle with certain things. And it's by uh, Lewis Hay. And it's, uh, you have been criticizing yourself for years. And it hasn't worked. (laughs) Try approving of yourself and see what happens. Isn't that just brilliant? I just love that, that affirmation, that quote. I love that quote. You have been criticizing yourself for years. And it hasn't worked. Try approving yourself and see what happens. (laughs) I love it. See, you've spoken negativity into yourself for a long time, and you see what it isn't doing for you. So flip the coin over. Speak positive into yourself. Speak positivity over yourself. And see what it births. See what it brings forward in you. See what gets attracted to that. 
And you may be so surprised that the magnetic force of positivity is powerful. It'll knock your socks off. I tell you, every time that I get to bring forth a discussion like this, I always feel, you know, excited. I always feel like I'm helping others to really understand the beauty that we all hold. And I think that's something that's important. You know, I could really go on about this topic forever and ever and ever. I tell you the truth. And if you want to hear me speak more with regards to uh, body positivity, fashion, different things like this, I'm a part of a a club on Friday evenings, and tonight is at 6 p.m., and it's called A League of Leading Ladies, and it's held by Joy Ruffin, and I'm the co-moderator in there and the director of the show, and it's just a dynamic piece of work that she has birthed and put together. But the conversations that we're having in there are powerful. And I would encourage you all to tap into it and tap into these things that I'm doing because I want to be a voice and that voice that reverberates as such a decimal for you that it connects you and it's just powerful each time. I want us to continue on our growth mindset and to keep walking in that way because that is what's going to really help you to pivot and see yourself in a different vein. You know, I just am so appreciative that you all were patient today with our glitch. I'm so sorry that we had the sound glitch and things happened today, but I assure you we are going to get this right. Um, I'm going to share with you some broadcasting notes as we get closer to it. Make sure that you're following even um, our newsletter because a lot of the broadcasting notes are going to be in there and um, I encourage you to make sure that you stay up with it and because it's really uh, our way of connecting with our community of whispers. We just really love being with you all night. I just love it. Every day, every Friday I get to come into the whispers lounge. We get to come in our safe zone and have this type of a powerful discussion is great. So you know I'd love to connect with you off the radio. You can come and uh, connect with me over on Instagram at whispersinabottle underscore podcast, or you can come to the parent company, which is La Paz Imaging. That's L-A-P-A-Z-I-M-A-G-E-I-N-G. And you can find us on Facebook at Whisper in a bottle, no S there, or you can find us La Paz Imaging as well. You can find us on Twitter at capital W-H-I-S-P-E-R-S, capital B-O-T-T-L-E, Whispers Bottle. Must be put in that way or you won't find us. Um, And you can also find us on Twitter with La Paz as well, La Paz Consultant, and it's L-A-P-A-Z, C-O-N, and it's capital L-A, capital P-A-Z, capital consultant with no S. And um, don't forget, I'm on Clubhouse. Come and find me, follow me, hit the bell by the side of my name, and come and take in some of the great discussions that I have. I'm I'm holding some great spaces, and I'm co-moderating some great spaces as well. 
And I'm always so excited to connect with you whisperers. And when you back channel me and tell me that you're a whisperer, I, I'm thrilled. So it's my pleasure. And it's always an honor to be here. Ladies, I appreciate you being in the Zoom room for hanging tough with us, sticking it out even through the glitch. So I apologize to everyone again. But listen, you are listening to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host, Sonia Loray, lifestyle relationship counselor, fashion psychologist, educator, and motivational speaker. Please, whisperers, be safe. Remember to share the episode with someone who may need it or support that they may need and encourage each other not to forget about, about anyone because in this day and age, we really need to be tapping in and leaning into one another. So look, I look forward to us being together again next week for another dynamic discussion. And again, thank you so much for hanging in here with me. And you are on Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. All right, guys, have a great weekend. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.